Under the Enclosure with E-Motors Direct. We're obsessed with motors, addicted to knowledge, and thirsty for more. Match that with over 45 years of experience. And we're the motor mentor you've been looking for. Bringing you expert knowledge specific to your industry. Join the revolution and discover what's under the enclosure. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Under the Enclosure with eMotors Direct. Today, we're going to talk about selecting, maintaining, and troubleshooting your gear reducer. A gear reducer, or gearbox, is one of the most significant purchases you will make when assembling an electric motor drive for your application. A reducer that meets your requirements and is well taken care of ensures a long and trouble-free service life and improves the performance, efficiency, and ultimately your application's productivity. Here are the key things to consider when selecting, maintaining, and troubleshooting your gear reducer. Can you guess what specifications you need to select the right gear reducer? The first and most crucial step in optimizing your gear reducer is making the correct choice in the first place. There are many different types of reducers built for specific input and output performance characteristics that cannot be changed, so you must be careful to select the right one for the job. Speed and Torque the purpose of a gear reducer is to provide the optimum output speed and torque to the load at the motor's operating speed, which is typically the motor's base speed, where it is most efficient. Ensure the reducer's reduction ratio is sufficient to provide the torque you need and that the output speed is optimal for your requirements. A drive that runs too fast or slow or cannot cope with the demands placed on it will suffer from poor performance and risk damage to the load, the motor, and connected equipment. Motor performance. While the necessary calculations involved in selecting a gear reducer are relatively simple, several additional factors are often overlooked, resulting in poor performance or short service life. If your application will experience shock or cyclical loads, even for short periods, add a sufficient service factor to the reducer so that it will be able to cope with the increased torque. Also, suppose you require precise control of the speed or position of the load. In that case, it's vital to achieve good inertia matching between the gear reducer and the load, which determines how well the load can be controlled during acceleration and deceleration of the motor. Level of efficiency. If reducing your operating costs is important to you, consider which gear system type will work best for your needs. Over a 10-year service life, the purchasing price of an electric motor drive typically only accounts for less than 10% of the total cost of ownership, and the majority of your expenses will be determined by how efficient your motor and gearbox are. There are many different gear systems available with varying levels of efficiency and performance for various uses. Choosing an efficient one will go a long way toward optimizing your long-term costs, even if it's not the cheapest option right off the bat. Maintaining your gear reducer. Once you've selected a gear reducer, there's still plenty to do to keep it maintained and running well over the long-term. Here are the most important tips to consider. Lubrication. Correct lubrication is the single most crucial factor in maintaining your gear reducer and keeping it running reliably and productively for many years. Improper lubrication can cause increased friction, resulting in pitting of the gear surface and a snowball effect that quickly ends in gearbox failure. Always use the correct lubrication for your reducer as recommended by the manufacturer, which will have the right properties to maximize its performance and service life. 
follow recommended procedures for the break-in period when operating a brand new reducer, which may involve replacing or filtering the oil after a short time to remove any metal fillings and particles dislodged from the gear teeth. Periodically check the oil level and quality, and don't overfill or underfill it, as both instances can cause a reduction in the lubrication's heat dissipation capability. Contamination. The only thing that should enter inside a gearbox is the lubricant. Suppose it is operated in a highly polluted or weather-exposed environment. In that case, there is a substantial risk of dust and water particles coming through faulty seals or exposed bearings, which can wreak havoc on the gears. If necessary, use bearing protection such as rubber seals and shaft slingers to protect the gears from contaminant ingress. Colder climates can cause even bigger issues too. Condensation is a big issue and water inside the gearbox interferes with the lubrication and causes hot spots of friction and damage on gear tooth surfaces. Keep your gear reducer in a sheltered and warm environment. Use desiccant air filters if necessary and routinely check the oil for signs of water contamination, which typically presents as a milky cloudy coloring. Immediately replace any contaminated oil. Storage. When storing your gear reducer, keep it in a clean, dry, and climate-controlled environment, with all covers, vents, and drains closed and sealed. Maintaining lubrication during storage is vitally important, especially if your reducer is a backup that needs to be ready to go on short notice. Rotate the shaft periodically to distribute the lubrication. Be sure to rotate the shaft as many times as it takes to complete a full rotation at the output to ensure that the lubrication has spread evenly over the gears. Now, on to troubleshooting gear reducer problems. When your gear reducer is in trouble, you may not have long to find out what the problem is and fix it before permanent damage occurs. Although routine maintenance is your best safeguard, there are additional telltale signs that you should be looking for. Vibration and noise. If you notice increased vibration or noise in your gear reducer, it is a strong warning that something is wrong. If possible, rule out the motor by operating it without a load and check that the load isn't the problem by running the motor and gearbox with no load attached. Noise and vibration are often accompanied by overheating, so check the gearbox surface for temperature as well. If your gear reducer is suffering from excessive vibration, it may be time to have it serviced or replaced to minimize the risk of interruptions to your operation. Overheating. Overheating is a common problem when the lubrication in your gear reducer is insufficient or has deteriorated. Check the surface routinely with a temperature gun to track spikes in temperature that indicate increased friction between gears. When this occurs, make a thorough check of the lubrication type and quality. If the lubrication is satisfactory, your reducer may require servicing or replacement. And to break it all down for you, your gear reducer is one of the cornerstones of your operation, and making the right choice in selecting and maintenance will ensure that it provides you with many years of reliable productivity. To start putting your gear reducer together, visit our Gearbox Builder, the simplest and most powerful way to assemble the ideal gear reducer for your specific needs. Thanks for listening to Under the Enclosure with eMotors Direct. Head to eMotorsDirect.ca for more knowledge and links to our social channels. Drop a comment and leave us a review if you liked what you heard. And tune in next week to find out what's under the enclosure. <laughs>